started. Alrighty. So my name is Emily. I am a mother of two children that are nine and eleven. And I am also a social worker that has done private practice as well as uh, dealt with group settings. And so me and Tanisha felt that we needed to start coming in a more personable level, would you, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and letting you know like the real ins and outs and being just more relatable. So the name of our program is Uplift Family Services. And we service moms who are pregnant or dads who have babies up until the age of one years old. So you can check us out on that as well. But I'm excited about this podcast. Now, how about that? Yes. (laughs) I'm excited too. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, uh, we have these great opportunities to be able to um, share what we also have um, in our hearts, you know what I'm saying, and in our minds to be able to help build the community. Because again, uh, we're dealing with a lot of difficulties. And I'm going to just say what the difference. And I'm going to say what the difficulty is today, right? Mm-hmm. And that is the mental health. Yes. Our mental health has truly, has truly just gone to another level, if I can say that. You can. You know. Um, when you, I just, just, I'm going to just be, just, I'm just looking at it as, as a whole broad of things. Mm-hmm. I watch how people drive today. And I know that's, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of off the topic, but... I watch how people drive and I'll be like, well, is everybody in a rush to get where they need to go? And they be flying around so many car accidents. And it's like the mindset, however your mind is, that's the way you drive to me. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, whatever situation, you know how there's something in an emergency, yeah, you got to so drive really fast. fast or if you even upset, you drive fast. Mm-hmm. Someone can text you a bad text. And then you lose the whole focus off of driving. And you can miss your street. And, and, exactly. Stop exactly. Right. So I'm just, even like I said, in the course of people driving, I, I attach it to our mental state. You know, and that's just, you know. <laughs> wow, look at you. You just came up with a whole thing in your mind. Mental state and how you drive together. Yes. So, okay. So, I mean, I, don't, I, I, mean, I but, feel the same way, but... Um, like you said, mental health has just been so important because of the simple fact, all the things we've seen just in the past couple yeah. of months. Yeah. We're not going to even true. talk about the pandemic, right? Right. Even if we right. just right. set right. the pandemic. And I don't know if we, are we still in the pandemic, y'all? Or we yeah, they, well, yeah. They <laughs> okay. say we are. Okay. Well, they, they say we are according to um, the COVID, the CDC, <laughs> COVID, when it comes to COVID. But now that it's, you know, dealing with our households, what's within our households, the finances, broken relationships. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? That's the part that the pandemic need to talk about. Because from there, that's where all the healing needs to take place and the mental health needs to be handled in a way where it's in, you know, that is evident. Yeah. You know, don't keep brushing it, you know, pushing it to the side like it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it does matter. You you know, every, Girl, why didn't you tell me I had this badge? Everybody mind. <laughs> everybody minds matter. 
They do. Okay, they do. everybody minds matter. In the conditioning of your mind, it matters. It does. So it does. It's the trauma. Yeah, and it's so the trauma. I think what we have been talking about this for a while, starting mm-hmm. this podcast, but mm-hmm. I think what kind of put us over the edge is the last school. Yeah. Elementary school we yeah. went to. Yes. And that's when we was like, it's time. Because people was going through stuff. Mm-hmm. Now we got kids. Kids that's going through. Like the boy who just um, shot, shot, the, shot the grown man that was 40 yes. and he was 13. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, it's time. Yeah. So I know our topic is trauma triggers. Mm-hmm. And so um, I mean, I'll explain it because some people may not know what trauma is. Yes. But Outside of physical. You see what I'm saying? Outside of physical. Everybody knows what trauma is when it comes to an injury. Yes, a physical injury. Yes, Uh uh-huh. You know, somebody could get punched in the arm and go there. Oh my, you take the hospital. You understand what I'm saying? So people realize the levels of physical trauma. Uh Even like I said, if it's just a little hit here or whatever. Right. Okay? But let's talk about that mental trauma. Right, but what Just we like had, that, that arm. See, see, so like you, you, you talking about? See, you gonna take me to all another level, but that's just physical yeah. trauma. But we got sexual. Yeah. We have definitely uh, emotional, mm-hmm. and we have also financial. Come on. And am I missing one? Mm-hmm. And and people say because you know they'll say. When we're in a financial dilemma, they call that hardship. Yeah. No, nah, they need to put a little more on that and say, traumatize. <laughs> yes. Because when you Cause when you're you, broke, you, you, you jump. Yeah. Because because yeah because when you're yeah because when you lacking in your household, you're lacking in your life financially. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Why do you think people go out here and rob people? So you understand true. what I'm so saying? True. So true. So true. Okay. So yes. it, it has to do with their environment. It does. You know, their their, their economic, you know, um, environment, if I can say that. You, you can. know? So it, it has something to do with that. That's being traumatized, not having your needs met. Oh, then that's called deprivation. Yeah. So the traumatic uh, experiences with the deprivation. Yeah. In your life, right? Yeah. So again, it could be a child being in a household and they don't have the food to eat. Right. You understand? They don't have the clothes to put on their back, mm-hmm. nor the utilities where they can have lights, water, gas, a place to sleep, and it be warm. That. All, All that. that is traumatizing it when is. you don't have it. It is. It's very you traumatizing. Feel? It is. And and so trauma. Taking that physical out, not saying it's it's not important, because that is. Yeah. That part is important. But the definition, Mm -hmm. the definition of trauma, and Mm -hmm. we and we talked about this, Mm -hmm. is just a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. Experience. Yes. And so how many people do you think have had a disturbing event happened mm-hmm. throughout their life. Now, I mean, I'm. I think everybody. I mean, I, I don't want to give my age, you know, but yeah, I've been through a lot. Yeah. So yes, I'm not saying everybody has some sort of trauma, mm-hmm. but I think trauma is real. Yeah. 
and I think and it's some everything. people don't know what to call it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's and that's yes. why I think we're here. We're yeah. bringing awareness to that. Yes. So you're like, so you why? can identify it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. why have I been feeling this way mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. so long? Why am I still depressed from going through this situation? Or mm-hmm. why am when I, I was five? Right. Or why mm-hmm. do I eat every time I'm upset and I wonder why I'm gaining mm-hmm. all this weight? Yes. But you don't know what to call that. Mm-hmm. So now we're trying to help you. Mm-hmm. First, identify, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I've went through something traumatic mm-hmm. that I haven't even addressed or dealt with. Okay, okay. And so, yeah. here I am, understanding now, maybe it's trauma. True. Maybe it's trauma that That's I, true. I've went through. That's so true. And, and but a lot of, again, you mm-hmm. just said it, mm-hmm. but a, if it's never told to you, that what you're suffering from yep. is a traumatic experience uh-huh. as to why you're being triggered. What are the what are these what are these mechanisms that every time I feel like someone has abandoned me or resent me, I get angry. Fight or flight. That's what I call that fight or flight. Like, why do I get angry? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, why would I be mad about that? That's a that, that's a choice that a person made. That's their free will. But why am I angry yeah. to a, to a, to a point where, when it's in relationships, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. man, woman, you know, relationships, mm-hmm. okay, that it becomes a homicide or a homicide suicide because that person can't control their anger when it comes to abandonment or rejection. That resentment from that. And so it had to be a relationship that it stemmed from that was very important Mm -hmm. and meant a a lot to them. Mm -hmm. Okay? Meaning it could come from authoritarians in the beginning, our parents. Yeah. Some people have was adopted, you know. Yes. Some some children were abandoned. Yeah. Literally on the street or in the garbage can or whatever, and someone found them, gave them another life. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of those lives, family members got those children and was able to, you know, cultivate their lives whichever way. Mm-hmm. And then some children got into the system and they ran through the system, meaning that they never got no stability. A lot of children did. Then you have a lot of them that didn't. You understand? However, no one, I don't think, mm-hmm. right, at, at a certain age, you know, they tell a kid, um, do you feel abandoned? Do you feel rejected? No, it's not. It, no, it's no. almost to that, you know, you try to compensate yeah. and, and, and keep away from those type of conversations. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because it's almost like, you know, taboo. We was taught, you know, certain things. It's stay in the house, you know, in the family and all of this. So, you know, we never talk about a lot of different things. And that's what that's what mm-hmm. that's what's crazy when you just say that and the piggyback on that is I was just talking about that mm-hmm. with Raymond, like mm-hmm. nobody has ever told us uh basically about if somebody was to sexually abuse you. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. discussed. No, not as a You kid. didn't talk about it. The kids were, in, and I don't know, this is just my, my Your experience, absolutely. Right, right. Mm-hmm. 
the kids were to go to the kids' room and the adults did the adult stuff. Yeah. So who was supervising the kids? Right. As the adults went to the bathroom and right, walked back there to the back where the kids but, could but possibly be. I'm, I'm just trying to think. My or mom never told me, don't let nobody touch you here, here, here. Okay. I tell my sure. daughter now. Right. But did your, did your mom ever? I don't remember us being told that because if that was the case... <laughs> We and laugh we're, and we're that. just, we just you're right. But it's if we're being straight up. We, 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 straight we come up. on now. And it's like absolutely not because if they had told us that, then you probably would. Oh, you we would. Everybody would have got told off. You would have told. Yeah. That's what I everybody. Said. Even if you know, little kids generally touch other kids too. Now, don't it don't just be uh, 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 adults. You know, some children will encounter um, sexual abuse from other. Children, yes, inappropriately house. touching them. Playing there you house. go, playing house. Yeah, that's what it was called, playing. You house. know, and then the child will come tell you, they touch me here, they touch me there, and you be like, because you're thinking that is children. Sometimes you downplay it and it'll say, oh well, you know, are y'all just kids? Y'all playing? Y'all keep y'all hands to y'all stuff. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not knowing that. No, this kid do this every time they're over here. Yeah. Every time they're around me, they keep touching they me. Get- Come on now. Yeah. No. See what I'm saying? So it's so it's so so when when as an adult you're not addressing these things that's happening within your home, within your family, within your community, because it could be the neighbor kids too. It can. You know. So not addressing these things, you you'll sit in a room with a bunch of people and bring up sexual abuse, and then again bring it up to this fast and say, "Well, the kid touched me that." They'd be like, oh, my God, when I was a kid, this boy, he would touch me all the time. Or this girl would touch me all the time. That was sexual abuse. That was molestation or this or that. You know, wow. And here it is. You fit me learning that. See, and that's the aha moment. And that's yeah, and not about. knowing that this really traumatized you, though. Very traumatized. It can, and I don't think that, that that's what's crazy about mm-hmm. it because... Since it's not like a illness that you can see, like chicken pots or something on the outside, like yeah. we don't have signs to say I've been through trauma. Right, if that's you had true. A sign, I'll run. <laughs> oh no! See, I got my own traumas. <laughs> yeah, I have. I can't help you. That's but, true. But um, what are what would you say are like some trauma triggers? Okay, um, like I was saying. Yeah. Uh, about the resentment and the abandonment. The feelings. That's so, feelings. So, so some feelings. Okay. So y'all write that down if yeah. you listen and feelings. Yeah, so so feelings. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if you have experienced, and everybody have not experienced this. Right. right. But if you have, or if you know somebody, mm-hmm. if you've experienced being abandoned yeah. and rejected now, Hear what I'm saying? I did mention about being being abandoned or 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 being given up for an adoption. I just used that as an example for what I was saying. But let me tell you something. You can be in full-blown family ship, kinships, and relationships uh-huh. and be abandoned and oh. rejected. But the relationships are still there. Meaning our mother and father may still be present in our lives, uh-huh. right? They, they may, no, I take that back. Strike that one. Strike. They may be very present in the earth, okay, but not available to us in life. Ooh. Write that so, down, y'all. Say that again, Tanisha. So, you know I like to write that down. 
spread down your cloak. So, <laughs> your cloak. You said so they could be very present on, in the earth. On the earth. But abandoned and and abandon us and not in this relationship with us, relationship. but very present. Yeah. Very present. I can I, within I, the I, earth. I, I, you understand I, what I'm saying? I, so that means that you, you can have access to this person, it being your mother or your father. Uh-huh. You can have access to them. Meaning you might pick up a phone or something like that and say, hey mama, daddy, or something like that. But they're not there for you. Yeah. They're not there for you. So that's you see it. what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're from that mm-hmm. relationship and their actions, yep. okay, toward you, mm-hmm. then you can take on that abandonment and that rejection. And again, by them being very present within the earth, knowing who you are, you know who they are, but they're not there for you. You can build up some resentment within you because it's like, wait a minute, whoa, why? And from that resentment, the first emotion come out of that is anger. So, so feelings. It's anger. So that could be a trigger mm-hmm. for your trauma from a feeling that you've experienced. Mm-hmm. So within another relationship within that has a, nothing to do with that nothing, first relationship. Nothing. To do Absolutely. With it. And an example of that would be if you mm-hmm. was in a domestic violence. <laughs> and I'm finna go. <laughs> and I'm finna go. And then you go on to the next relationship and you think everything's gonna be peachy peachy. But you haven't dealt with none of this Mm-mm. stuff from this past Mm-mm. relationship. Mm-mm. And you tell that person I'm finna go in that and you strike that anger that's within them from the rejection yes. and the abandonment. Yes. So you finna leave me too? Yes. Not so. Yeah. I'm and if they're fed up with being rejected and abandoned, this can turn into a suicide homicide situation. And we've seen it. And we've seen that. We've seen it happen. Yeah. So I think that uh, yeah. um, another one trigger for me, I would say, is uh, like uh, some sometimes the cat. Uh, okay. You know, I talk about the cat. I don't know if this would be like a, a, a smell or a sound. What would this be? Could be. It could be. It could be. Uh, um, the sight of it, the smell thought, of it, the and the thought so of it. this is a mm-hmm. thought. So this is a thought mm-hmm. that anytime I'm, and now uh, I might get in trouble with some of my clients. <laughs> I'm not allergic to cats, okay? Mm-hmm. But she just had a traumatic experience with one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's the trigger for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I've identified, and we. That's a whole nother. Yeah. But so that thought. If you got a cat in your house, I I'm not even coming in your inside your house. Yeah. Cause that was a traumatic experience of what I experienced. Yeah. And you, people like a cat? What? Yes. The thought mm-hmm. triggers when you tell me it's a cat inside that house. My mind goes directly back mm-hmm. to the situation. Mm-hmm. Like this cat finna jump on me. And the cat probably could be old, blind, can't see or nothing, yeah. but just. It's stuck here. So the thought. So we have feelings, thoughts, mm-hmm. and smells. then what would you say about smells? Like I know that gets kind okay. of hard for some people. So so say like um, uh, uh, we'll use this as an example. Yeah. We'll use a grandmother. Mm-hmm. So you know, Ooh. go to grandma's house, right? Grandma yeah. always cooks. 
grandma, uh, when you went over grandma's house, all you smelled was that fried chicken or those greens or the yes. neck bones or macaroni and cheese, whatever it was. It seemed like that. This was the smell that you will always smell when you came into grandma's house. Grandma passed away. And when you walk into somebody else's home, and especially if that was traumatic for you, your grandmother passing away. Because sometimes, you know, your, your family members pass away and you be okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, yeah. you realize you it was a death. You, 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 you know, you remember all of the good times, even some of the bad times, whatever it was. You, 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 you didn't hold on to that, mm-hmm. you know. But some people, it could be traumatizing, especially if that grandmother was the yeah. sole oh, caretaker. Ooh. If the grandmother was the sole caretaker of this person and they lose them, sometimes, and that could be traumatic for them because now they're trying to figure out how they're going to cope with life without them. Yeah. For somebody that was always there for you, you call them, they're there. You show, you go, you tell them to come, they show up. So when this person is no longer a part of your life, that is traumatizing for that person. That is. Okay. And so, again, when you went over, that, that always That's reminded real. you. Because right. grandma was going to feed you. This is where you had your meals at. See, you went to other places and you didn't get anything. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But you knew you go to grandma's house, she was going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. So you walk in somewhere and you smell that smell, can trigger off. And you start, you see, like, start thinking about your grandmother and then you go into a whole nother, however it make you feel, send you or whatever. And that's, again, just an example no, of, of a, a smell. Good, I think that's a, a good example because um, I will even relate that around holiday time. People who uh, lose people around holidays. Yes, absolutely. So some people are like, absolutely. why are you not happy? Mm-hmm. It's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But you could have lost, like you said, that grandma who used to cook that Christmas dinner for everybody. At Christmas, yeah, and now they gone. That was the matriarch. So that's, true. that's that. To me, that that hits right home, and that's a good example mm-hmm. when it comes to another trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're talking about trauma triggers, yes, everybody. Okay, we're talking about trauma. Triggers. And 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 I hope and 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 my hope for you, if you're a listener, um, that you know, take the time out for yourself. And just to see is any of these triggers that we're talking about today is a part of your responding to situations. Because if it is, you can identify with that, oh, I got some trauma going on. Well, where did this trauma come from? Because now you got to search, you know, within your mind, your heart and the experience that you had in your life and see what the traumatic experience was for you. And, and, and sometimes, again, like I said, no one may have not showed, you know what I mean, shared that with you, nor shown it to you what it looked like, what it sounded like, you know. And so we're just learning, you know, we're just learning, you know, um, as human beings, a lot of us have, if we've experienced bad things in our life, again, the amygdala who sets off the alert yep. and the signals within our brains mm-hmm. for fight or flight. Yeah. Um, we have built lives and careers mm-hmm. from that. Yeah. Okay. And I'm saying that to say, if I took, if I challenged myself throughout my life because I grew up poor 
and I did not have the things that I needed. And they made me feel a certain type of way of anxiety or depression or disappointment, whatever they may have. But, and I told myself, I'm never going to, when I get grown, I'm never going to be this way. So now you've taken some of your trauma and you built out of that a whole life of not dealing with your traumas. Because it's predicated upon as long as I keep this good job, as long as I keep making money, or as long as I keep these good relationships, even though I know they're not good, even though I know that they're not, but they look good. They look good to you. Yeah, so... You see what I'm saying? So it's mattering what what you're displaying for people to see versus really how you feel and how you are will, will, will actually help you if you want to be helped to identify some of your traumas and also the triggers that's making you can't figure out, dang, why do I get mad at stuff like this? And you know, stuff. yeah, why do my feelings hurt when somebody say that? Or, you know, it, 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 when it always take you out of who you think you are, mm-hmm. that's when you have to take the time out and say, wait a minute, I, listen now, everybody just can't just keep um <laughs> you know i walk you know people say don't wear your feelings on your sleeves yeah, and yeah. you know you, but what you but what what people have to understand you got to have some kind of compassion or some type of empathy for people that are like that because you don't know what well, they've experienced in life and if they have not dealt with their trauma <laughs> then they, they these are the responses you're going to get you're going to get these responses especially when it comes to Feelings. People be highly sensitive. Some people don't be sensitive at all. They the ones that would cut cartilage out your throat, and leave you there bleeding, and you be like, "Did you just?" Huh? They be like, "Yeah, you could pick that up or push it to the side because I'm still on the road." You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's like, oh, because that's how they respond to their traumas yeah. and triggers. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing because it's it, first you have to have that aha moment. Mm-hmm. The aha moment. I've, I've experienced some form of trauma, like you said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that can come early in life or 50, 60. That's, That's up to you, That's right? That's true. That's true. But what I would say is once you know, oh, I'm dealing with trauma, yeah. then the next step, what triggers am I having surrounded around this trauma that I'm experiencing? Mm-hmm. So what's making me sad? Yeah. Or like you said, that that holiday time or grandma cooking or just the relationship or sounds. I'll give you an example. We uh sounds with um music. Yeah. Music or like the uh fire truck. Oh yeah, the fire trucks and ambulance. Um, yeah. And the police. Yeah. Yes. And so and I'm gonna be honest. To me, even I'm scared. Or gunshots too. Gunshots. Bullets. Gunshots. Yeah. I know some. That can be a huge trigger. Yeah. I have seen people have serious anxiety yeah. attacks. Yes. Over something that may not trigger me, but it's a trigger for them. So that's just letting you know. I'm. Mm-hmm. Out, we're we're here for you. Like if that's a trigger mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, we're here to help. We're here to encourage you and to help you. And but we want you to identify with those triggers. So, what what would you say after 
what's some of the behaviors that we see once the trauma has been triggered? Um, well, the one, the one that, that, that really um, stands out to everybody, I'll say, as a, as, a, as a responder is anger. Because out of that anger, people do physical things. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? To themselves yeah. and to others and to property. So this will be one, of, and, and like I said, this is just one. It's only just this, just one. But there's many. But I'll say anger because anger is 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 always like uh, filtered out mm-hmm. within an action. It, it, you know, people generally. I don't care what you say. Even if you, even if somebody, if you're on the phone with somebody mm-hmm. and they make you mad and you get upset and you get angry, you. I've seen people take phones, throw them. Yeah. Oh, and be like, why did you throw your phone? I, it don't work with my grandson. It don't work. But, I, you know, I'm just so frustrated. Yeah. I don't, they better I never call. Whatever it be. Uh-huh. Anger is pretty much the, the from a traumatic experience. And even just from experiences in life. It's a responder. Anger is a responder. It is. And, and it so, is. again, it generally gets physical. It generally gets physical. Doesn't mean it always gets physical. I did say generally, yeah. but it, it, it it's a responder. It's it's it's, it's it gives off with action. Yeah. See, you could be very happy and not touch anybody, correct? correct. You could just smile mm-hmm. and be happy. Mm-hmm. You but ain't touch you, nobody, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. But when you angry, but when you angry, it always causes a physical action for whatever reason. For whatever reason, we, yeah. um, I think. That's why I, I love that me and you here, but when we had the men on a while ago. Oh, yeah, Facebook, yeah. From the male perspective, and it's just to me, like, they mind just totally think differently. Yeah, it does. Because I was like, yeah. um, when you said about when it comes to getting physical, mm-hmm. so this is an example right here. So first, if you're in this relationship mm-hmm. and both of y'all are at the point Y'all don't give a care about each other. Let's just say that. Y'all don't care about each other no more. Okay. But y'all still in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's toxic. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. care about each other, but we still together because we got kids. So that's toxic. Mm-hmm. And then it starts, then it goes to disrespect. Yes. The name call. Yes. Right? Come on. So it's, it's mm-hmm. it. So after that, then what do you think it's going to go to? Physical. Physical. So we have to know. When we get to that first step, it's time to step back mm-hmm. and and learn from that yes. instead of letting it be that build up mm-hmm. what we have when we get physical. Now I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. I done got physical before. Yeah, indeed. To indeed. to save I my like life mm-hmm. and um, unfortunately, you know, that person survived. I survived. No charges were mm-hmm. pressed on anyone. Mm-hmm. But it was but scary. It was still scary. It was a scary yeah. experience. I would say another thing that um, emotion mm-hmm. is anxiety, like I talked about. Yes, yes. Like I have right. real bad uh, anxiety in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that gets triggered, uh, especially, or you can get intimidated in mm. certain ways. Right? Mm. <laughs> Because yeah. this person could have been telling you all the time, <laughs> you ain't nothing, you stupid, yeah, you yeah. look this or... That's true. 
you too fat. Listen, listen, be proud of the skin. Be proud of the skin you in. Amen. It's your skin. Look, I'm looking, but be proud of the skin that you are in. So anxiety, um, sadness, depression. Oh. That's a huge one. That's the one. But I'm going to tell you that one that's really, the, the one that's most scary to me is that perfectly hidden depression. Ooh, what's that? Tell us. What you know, that one, that one, depression. that one is hidden in things that you think that, that you're just doing and you think you're accomplishing. I'm going to tell you one of the one is perfection. Uh, perfection. What is it called? Perfection. Perfectionist. Yes, a perfectionist. Uh-huh. And that is defined under perfectly hidden. One of the symptoms of perfectly hidden depression was a perfectionist. Yes. And their thing was to be perfect because they could not deal with their failure. They could not deal with being, um, what's the, what's that, um, what's the, what's the word I want to use? Um, dysfunctional. Okay. Dysfunctional. And not saying that you're, okay. Understand, you can still be dysfunctional, but function. Can yeah. I say that? Yeah, it's okay. like a functional alcoholic. Yeah, that see, what they get up and go to work right. So you can still be dysfunctional and function. Yeah, and course. so a perfectionist can do that. You see Absolutely. what I'm saying? They, I can be perfect at this job. Absolutely. Every you like, oh my God, Tanisha does phenomenal. She's great. Oh, she do this, she do this, she do that. But then I can go home. Peel back this this um, what they call these things. Turban. This. Wait. <laughs> I mean not a turban. A, a hair wrap. Hair wrap. Right. Amen. I could peel her back this. And then peel this back. Yes. And be like a whole mess. <laughs> a whole mess. Ball. Get in my bed and ball up no, and, and, and and cry. For the rest of the night, and then get up to the, get up tomorrow, and smile. And, and, and Emily say, "Hey, let's do another podcast." And I come up and show up and, go, and be just like this. You'll never know. Yeah. But I can go home, like I said, and peel back my cap, Ooh, and, and be balled up in a fetal position, or crawl on back into my hole. I can just crawl on back into my hole when I get home, ball up again in a fetal position. Yeah. Till tomorrow when the alarm clock go off at um, 5.57. And then I'll get up, put my clothes on, and, and come and set up shop so that we can do what we need to do. And I'm going to be hard at it. Uh-uh. This has to be straight. Make sure that's good. Yep. Put that over there. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Put that there. And then people be like, oh, my gosh, she got OCD. Or just OCD. And I just don't know I'm a depressed soul. Just finding some kind of way to just comfort me for these few hours. Because I know for the rest of my day, I'm going to go home and ball up in my fetal position and get in my hole. So that can, and that's just one of the things, but it's several many, yeah, you know, to yeah. that. But I just use that because a lot of people would think, you understand what I'm saying? You got yeah, it all together, ball. lovely. Oh, yeah. we. Yeah, you got it together. This is the perfect example. Yeah. The dancer off of Ellen. Who committed suicide? Exactly. I mean, exactly. We don't know what, what his mental state name? was. Tur- tur- don't get me to mm-hmm. lie, but you already know what I do with names, so you are, <laughs> you, you be telling me all the okay, time. Okay. <laughs> I be messing name up. I'm he sorry. was. He had even the that day smile, kiss, hug, mm-hmm. and did some and did a TikTok. And, 
everything. He did a TikTok and everything. And yeah. then when what they say a block up the street, over up to the, the street. hotel, yeah, and killed himself. And we all are like, perfectly he had hidden. the perfect life. Come on. No, perfectly we only, depression. and that's one of the other uh, things, media. Yeah. Media is traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. You got people that, let me tell you, baby, yes. I can't keep up. This is their whole life. I can't keep up with it. Without it, they have no life. They it, don't. They get dressed on it. Yeah. They cook on it. They eat on it. They go to the store on it. <laughs> They get married on. I'm just like God, come on. And I mean, it's cool because I be on social media too. But not to it. Just oh my God. I mean, use it as a. I I want to use it as a as a as a as an outreach platform. I want to be able to reach the world with doing something good. And and what about a way of bringing up? Traumatic experience, mental health awareness. Yes. I don't want to get up and get dressed with you, though. I don't. <laughs> right. I don't. I, I don't want to get dressed with and you. And I think that's a, a hot topic. Maybe we can address too, because yeah. I see that in Absolutely. our younger generation. Yes, they love it. They, they their whole life is it. Like, and I'm like, we didn't have. I mean, we had a next tail flip phone yeah. chirp chirp. And we care, all we was wanting to do is talk about. All we want to do is, and then remember, it didn't even have text messages then. We didn't get text messages till what, 2000? Text messages didn't come available till 2000. Listen. Oh, did it 2000? What, text message? Text messages was before 2000. No, ma'am. We had pagers. You only can yeah, beep. Can and beep. we made the beepers be uh, text messages. Remember that? Real fuck. <laughs> okay, stop. Okay, y'all. We said numbers. We didn't say. <laughs> well, what was the other right. one? Six, 69. Yeah, 69. H-E-4. Yeah. The spell. Hey. Hello, to say hello. hello. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was seven. It was it was, it was four, four, three, z- <laughs> uh, four, three, one, seven, seven, zero. That was Boom. Nah. Boom. Boom. And I got in trouble because I snuck and got me a pager from the the, the grocery mall. Yeah, at the, the mall. mall. They saw them at, at the liquor store. They sell them at the liquor store. Everybody had a pager. And it was going off beat. Yeah. What is that? So that was. I saw Call now, me on my pagers. But my hey, sky pager. <laughs> we, we, we keeping up. And like you said, we're yeah. trying to meet the masses. I know we're going to wrap it up here. But just tell them a little bit about like our awesome trauma series that we do here, located in Detroit, Michigan. Yes, yes. Which is phenomenal. We've yes. had two classes. Yes. And been able to impact these young ladies in a way, and I would say it's still a journey because I thought yes, about this morning, like I'm still healing. Yes. But my question yes. is, maybe I don't know if this could be the next topic. Am I ever going to be fully healed? I believe that um, wounds leave scars. So don't, 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 don't get it confused that because you're knowledgeable and you are aware of what has happened to you, mm-hmm. that you're still suffering from your trauma. That's right, what, I'm a let's, 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 cl- let's clear that up. Yeah. Let's clear that up. Let's clear that up. We got all kind of wounds, right? Uh, you know, all kind of, you know, wounds. They're healed. You still see them. You you see the scratch, the scar, mm-hmm. but they're healed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember what I related to? Uh, do you they're know healed, and sometimes they itch. 
you know, you have you know you had a sensation of a burn, like they when they're healing, when they're healing, y'all, they itch. Some about them burns when they start healing, they itch, but they're healing. Yeah. They only get re-injured if you scratch them. Or, or remember when I said the uh, example about ripping off the band-aid? Exactly. So, understand, you're healed. You are healed. Only how you know you're not healed is through the, infec- the infection. Ooh. And the, in, you know, and the infection of what you do. Look at, your, look at your, you have to look at your wound and see if it's infected. And, and, and that will be okay. like self care. And that and that happens if you keep getting that wound reopened. So that means it was never healed. Now anything that still got some agitation and some aggravation to it, it's never been healed. Never anything been healed. that's healed, like I said, you look on your body, you got scars, disc scratches, it's healed like never before, mm-hmm. and it don't bother me. It, I still see it, but, but it, doesn't it doesn't bother me at all. So when those triggers we talked about can stop bothering us that's when you know you're healed that's when you know you're absolutely healed. when you've been in a somebody can tell you the relationship is over you're not angry you're not you're respecting their free will to move forward period and you like that's okay that's okay it didn't work for us and that's okay you know you going forward and moving on that's okay mm-hmm. i'm good with that mm-hmm. now if that person say that they're moving on and they're going on, but they keep trying to come and reappear in your life. That's when you're going to have to cut it out. Yeah. Because they're yeah. coming to reopen some wounds that you're trying to heal. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're done with a relationship, you have to be done with the relationship. You got to. Allowing the person to come in and in. Like some people are like, oh, well, we're friends. No, we're not. We're good. You know, even people that got a co-parent with their children. Oh, you 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 just that child. You you their father or you their mother. You continuously to be that in their life. But as for you and I, we can just coexist. Yes. I have a problem coexisting. Yes. I don't have a problem saying, hey, how you doing? Are you well? Are you good? But what I don't want to do is have dinner with you. What I don't want to do is go to and the movies set with you. Those Period. I don't want to do none of that with you. No, I don't want to be your friend. And so I, I, I think that... Especially talking about ex-husband, ex-wife. Why yeah. we need to be friends? We can even be husband and wife. We can. Now we're going to be friends. Not that I hate you. Not that I'm bitter. Not that you hate me or bitter me. But we're moving on. We are. We're moving and on. We and we, we, we have to be friends for other people. Yes, and we have to heal. And we have to heal. We so, yeah, heal. you have to be very careful. We have to heal. You know, with that, you know. But we, we, we have two things coming up. Oh, yeah, well, let's talk about that quickly. Yeah, let's just talk Close about that real quickly. Uh, March 18th. Yes. A Hope of Healing. Yes. Mental Health Symposium. Yes. yes. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. She's excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> she's, no, she's excited. excited. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a group of men and women coming together, because I didn't want them to think it was just for women. No, it's for men. But uh, it's whoever want to come. Whoever want to come. And it's just about, again, this is an empowerment zone. And so, like you said, we walking out the house looking good and fabulous. And we got on our lipstick and everything. But we probably, we made it cry before we got here. Mm -hmm. Or going to cry tonight or something. Cry when we pull off out of here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we like, But I think uh, it's a good event for women to come out and men to come out. And for us to be able to talk about some of these things in a safe space. Mm -hmm. 
and it is a free and light refreshment and we're just asking for a donation to go towards mm-hmm. our trauma-informed Form, care, care that we're uh, starting to do mm-hmm. in the school system. Yeah. And then you start back your trauma series on March 23rd <laughs> at 12 p.m. It's awesome. Sign man. up. Sign up if you guys, if you get these videos on whatever platform Mm -hmm. that you get these videos on, please go to our website. Go to our website, website? www.upliftfamilyservicesofmi.org. And you just go to the contact us page and select group, support group, and you're all set. We know you're ready to be signed up for the trauma series. Workshop. I believe it says workshop. How about you? What okay. You? Mine is www.houseofangels1 at, wait, what is my uh, <laughs> website? You know what? That's wait why minute, we what is it? Like, we wait. gonna get it right. You know, I have oh. to, you know I have to crack jokes, y'all. No, I'm House scared. Houseofangels1.bpweb.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got no, you. We, I have you know to, I got your back. That's that's you right. That's back. right. Cause I'm gonna do I'm gonna do my laughing. Cause let me tell you something. Every time I laugh, I I, I say okay, God, I get ten more years, right? Every time I laugh, God, I get ten more years, right? That's right. And so we go. Yes, absolutely. It's medicine to your heart, you it know. Is. So I love the laughs. You gonna always find me crack a joke, laugh. I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Then you gonna catch me when I'm just dead serious. And Emily will say I'll start. Yes. <laughs> Emily Amen. said I'll stop preaching. She will, but I'm 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 hoping you were able to take something from this podcast. This was our uh first one, not our first one doing together, but mm-hmm. talking regarding this trauma. Mm-hmm. So follow us along this journey. Please, because we'll be back next Thursday on the same platforms at 2 p.m. And again, you know, these topics we come like this week, it was trauma triggers. And then next week, mm -hmm, we're going to have some more good stuff for you. But we're going to bring that healing. We're going to bring the wellness. Let me tell you something. If I just touch one person's life, if I just reach one person and you change the way that you feel about you, yes. oh, I've done a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Just and with one. Just so with one. Just I, with I one. hope that this, with the, each platform that we're on, again, if it's anything that you need or you didn't understand or you just need a little more clarity on, please don't, hey, don't hesitate. Don't Drop hesitate. a comment, get in the DM, and again, get on our websites at www.houseofangels1.vpweb.com I know y'all know y'all thought I ain't know I know my stuff I just like to have a little fun but yeah get with us get with us we we love everybody we love everybody download Anchor oh yeah download Anchor out of Google Play what is it .fm yeah it's a .fm if you want to hear us, our podcast. And podcast. So you can see this video on podcast. So, yes. Um, and also Spotify. Spotify. Yes. Yeah, you can download those apps and you'll be able to reach these videos. And again, like I said, leave a comment leave or, a comment. you know, let oh, us you know. you have some comments over there. Yeah. Well, so. yes. 
Thank you all. Yeah. It was a pleasure. <laughs> God bless you. And we will talk to you next week. Yes. Peace. Bye. Have a great day. Have a great day. Enjoy the sun. Because here in Michigan, they say they drop a six on us tomorrow, y'all. Goodbye. <laughs>